Can bankruptcy defeat the child support? We decided to look into this topic because we've heard and other people have said you can use bankruptcy in order to separate from child support. So let's look into this a little bit more. As a result of the pandemic, uh, many of us are struggling with all types of debt. Uh, many of us have been put on furloughed, some have even lost their jobs, and some are even on employment. And people handle financial stress in various different ways. Some want to just sit quietly, uh, others just want to hold their head in shame, and some people just want to separate and they cannot face the world. So if you're struggling with debt, there's an opportunity to file what is called bankruptcy. If you're on child support, is there a strategy in which you could use that uh, to separate yourself from child support or be free of child support? But also, let's look at it another way. Let's say you're not struggling with any debt whatsoever. You have plenty of uh, resources, plenty of assets, but you just simply want to get away from child support. Can you use bankruptcy in order to do that? Let's explore that. What is bankruptcy? The legal definition is bankruptcy is a legal process which people and entities can not repay a debt to creditors or they can seek a relief. And in most jurisdictions, bankruptcy starts with a court. Now, just to remind everyone that bankruptcy law is a statutory federal law authorized by the United States Constitution. And the last time that this law was revised was 2005. In addition, Chapter 11 is reserved for corporations and partnerships, not for child support. So this leaves us with, is there a strategy in which to use to file bankruptcy and separate from child support? As you know, on this channel, we've said uh, more than once that child support, according to the United States Constitution, in the case law of United States versus SAGE, that child support is nothing more than a contract. It's a payment. It's just an obligation, no different than any other contract. I want to thank everyone who uh, reviewed our video or watched our video called Father Filed a Lawsuit and Won, as well as it's a corporation and not a government. I want to thank you for doing that. And if you are new to this channel, please subscribe and hit the notification bell for future videos. Hello, my name is Chris. And in this session, we will review the bankruptcy laws and bankruptcy statute to determine whether or not there is a legal opportunity in which to separate yourself from the child support agency. 45 CFR 264.30. This is the mantra for this channel, which is that every man is on the child support program. It's just that some of us do not have active cases. And again, the case, the section of the law is 45 CFR 264.30. We have a section called call to action, where after we present the information, we will review and provide our recommendation, our suggestions of what you can do in terms of child support. So let's look at just a few forms of the uh, bankruptcy 
uh, we're not here to give an education on bankruptcy. We're only looking at an overview of bankruptcy as it relates to child support. So this is one of the forms that's used in the bankruptcy court. This is also another form. Uh, 206EF is also used for unsecured credit and claim. And now there are other forms. And of course, you can speak to a bankruptcy specialist if you were going to use this strategy. Uh, they'll show, the, show you the forms. When you file for or when someone files a bankruptcy, there's a process called the automatic stay. That is, it's a court injunction when you file for a 7 or 11 or a 13 bankruptcy. And what it is is just a fundamental protection uh, for the debtors. That is, against bill collectors. That is, once you file, uh, it stops, it stays, all bill collectors, creditors immediately. In other words, they won't be contacting you by phone. They won't be filing lawsuits. In the case of Chapter 13, if you're facing a foreclosure or an eviction from your home, then, again, this also stops that process. Later on, we will cover what is called non-dischargeable debt. That is a provision within the bankruptcy law that you should pay very close attention to. So let's look at... Chapter 7, that is Bankruptcy Law Chapter 7. The main goal of filing is to discharge or liquidation of your debts. That's the purpose of Chapter 7. Many of us are familiar with it. It's repeated in TV shows. Everyone's filing. Um, and basically what it is, it's a restructuring. That is, you discharge all of your debt. Uh, a trustee or a meeting with the creditors, they convene a meeting, they decide to look at all your assets and liabilities, and basically at the end of that filing, all your debts are discharged. But they put your debt in two categories. That is a pre-filing debt, that is all the bills that are incurred uh, prior to the filing that wants to be discharged, as well as post-filing. Those are bills and debt that accumulate while you're doing the paperwork, but they're not part of the Chapter 7 uh, filing. Next is Chapter 13 Bankruptcy. This is known as the reorganization plan. And that is, if you want to keep your property, such as your home, then you go into what is called a three to five year uh, debt payment plan. It requires to look at all of your income to pay some of the debt, but they put you on basically a plan. They also separate your debt in secured, unsecured. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. We're not going to go into depth on which one's classified as uh, secured versus non-secured, but understand this. Credit card debt and medical debt are usually unsecured uh, in the process. Also, when you're working with uh, the bankruptcy court through during that what is called a payback period, you must be on time with all of your payments. You cannot miss a payment or else it voids or it pulls back uh, the, 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 chapter, the, the chapter 13. If you're unemployed or you have what is called irregular income, that's a problem for this section of the law. Uh, they like to see steady income. Uh, basically, you have to prove that you can actually pay back the debt over the time period of three to five years. I have an arrow here on the screen what's called priority debt. We'll cover that um, a little bit later on. 
So what are the common categories of what is called the dischargeable debt? Well, the bankruptcy code has about 19 categories of debt that that cannot be discharged, right? That is, uh, once you go to the bankruptcy filing, whether 13 or 7, there, there's what is called, there's a group that's not discharged, and there's another group called commonly discharged. So below is a list of the commonly discharged debt. That includes uh, credit card charges, collection agencies, money owed for leases, rents, personal loans for the families, employers. Utility bills will also be included in then dischargeable debt. Auto accidents claim, business debt, civil court judgments, uh, certain types, the ones that are based on fraud, you cannot write those off, uh, tax penalties, unpaid taxes, revolving credit, and so on. So these are what is called the dischargeable debt. But there's another category of what is called cannot be discharged. So child support and bankruptcy, is there a strategy? Is there anything that bankruptcy can do in terms of separating you from a child support? When we looked into this, more closely, we found out that child support is what is called priority debt. That is, it cannot be discharged in bankruptcy. In other words, and the debt also cannot be can, uh, forgiven after you come out of bankruptcy, whether it's a Chapter 7 or a Chapter 13. And it also includes alimony payments. Yes, you have to pay those alimony payments, and those are called priority debt. Here's also the big downfall. You cannot do automatic stay. That is, when you file for bankruptcy, you can still be charged with support payments as well as uh, the mother can seek support while you're going through the bankruptcy. That is, you are not absolved. You still have that responsibility. As well as you can be garnished as well. That's also a part of so. Is there a strategy for using bankruptcy for Chapter 7? Well, let's continue. There is also another category of debt called student loan. These are not dischargeable in uh, bankruptcy. Uh, and student loan, as you know, the debt is outrageous. It's growing. Uh, right now, it's about $1.56 trillion. Uh, and it is just an albatross uh, for the young people who have to carry a debt uh, from student loan. We have a video call, uh, Millennial Beware, and we talk more about uh, student loan and debt as it relates to child support. But what we want to take away from this is that student loan falls under what is called non-dischargeable debt. Similar to that of child support is a non-dischargeable debt. You still owe that money while filing for bankruptcy, during the bankruptcy process, and when you get out of the bankruptcy process, you're still responsible for those payments. So here is my opinion, chapter seven or chapter 13. Now that you have a basic understanding of the different bankruptcies, again, we just scratched the surface. When it comes to child support, there are no strategies that we can see separate from just filing bankruptcy because you have a need for it. But we did find out that Chapter 13 did give us slightly better results when it comes to the payment of child support because while you're going through the repayment process or the reorganizational plan, uh, that could be structured in that plan as well. 
So here we are at the section called Call to Action. So as always, we always recommend that you get the Department of Justice letter and the COL form. But in addition to that, after reviewing the bankruptcy, and we review several laws and court cases, and we did not list any court cases in here because they were too numerous. The bottom line is this. We feel we have not found in our research any unique strategy for child support and bankruptcy. If one needs to file for bankruptcy, then sit down with a bankruptcy expert in order to resolve that problem, but understand that there's very little they can do in order to relieve you of child support payments, alimony payments, or non-dischargeable debt, which is also student loan. So for us here, what we suggest is if you've gone through the bankruptcy process and you still want to talk to us about the child support issue, we're here. However, if you are using this as your first line of attack for child support, whether or not you need bankruptcy, uh, we don't think that there's an opportunity there. Again, if you disagree with us, please feel free uh, to send us an email. Now, the real strategy, I would say, if you can take advantage of this opportunity, is the 1099 worker program. That is a specific strategy for those that are in that category can escape child support. So if for any reason you're in a bankruptcy environment and you need to also relieve yourself or separate from child support and you're a 1099 worker, that opportunity does exist. So here we are at the end, and as always, uh, we welcome comments on our YouTube channel. Um, email us if you have any questions or comment. We also ask that you like us on YouTube and also press the notification bell. In addition, we ask for a donation in order to complete our research similar to this one. Um, just help us uh, to move our channel forward. And we've always said this, our videos are free. And we just ask for a $25 gift or any amount that you, you want to give us. So we're now at the end, and there are a few channels on here that you can watch. But there is very little opportunity to use the bankruptcy laws in which to separate from the child support program. Thanks for listening.